Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Your Manchester with me, Ms. Belinda Scandal and Brandon McCaffrey, everybody. That's the one. How are you, Flower? I can do him well. How's yourself? Oh, I can be very. <laughs> what have we got on the show tonight, Cocker? Well, we've got a few people on talking about their new play, The Man at the Bottom of the Garden. We've got Denise Black, a UK icon. Mm-hmm. Claire Galbray, a Downton Abbey actress. And Holby City actor, Paul Bradley. Oh, and I tell you, it's all going to be marvellous. Sit back, relax and enjoy this wonderful podcast here on your Manchester. First of all, to Denise, tell us about the story of this, please, Denise. Oh, well, you can see the lights behind me, which I put up while filming the show, and they're still here. So we're locked down, and we get this funny script, and it's about, um, well, I play a woman who just can't bear to have her husband in the house anymore, really. And um, sounds like a regular woman house in the the feeling. She takes action. And uh, then I got my lovely daughter, played by Claire. And the divinely funny Paul, who um, actually seems to be in accord with my um, controversial route of coping with COVID in a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> now, Claire, playing you're, you're like the mediator between these two characters, aren't you, Claire? I mean, yeah, yeah. Tell us about your character. Um, God, I, I suppose, like all of us in lockdown, she's just kind of trying to get through and missing her parents and trying to mediate between them a little bit but um it's it's very gentle I kind of see her as a um an enabler of the of them um Mm. she just sort of um allows her mum and dad to have this little relationship between them but they never they're never together on, on on screen so um she's a little go between I suppose yeah and it's it's fabulous, is it? It is. It, it is. Now, one of your particular favourite actors that you were giddy about when we got this when we got this quadruple of fabulousness was Mr. Paul Bradley. Yes. So let's bring Mr. Paul Bradley in. Hello, Mr. Paul Bradley. How are you? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, um. Well, thank you very much for having us for a start, and and it was fantastic doing it. And um, um, Claire and Denise are so brilliant. Uh, and it's funny because it's sort of um, it'll be a history piece. I think people will sort of like go, "What was it like during lockdown?" A lot of people just get on with it, you know, and and, and that's mm. the, the the beauty of it. It's sort of a bit like you wonder how people managed in the Blitz, and uh, although this is not the Blitz, but it, it, it it's pretty close. Um, it's not uh, far uh, off. Yes, and, and, and right it, it tells you something about the, the the character in this country that people people do get on with it. I mean, like uh, um, we're husband and wife, and it, although we separate, uh, uh, you know, I live in, in the in the garden. We 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 we, <laughs> we get we get on, you know, and and this is a way of dealing with it, and it's a it's a nice little story of of people getting on. I think yeah. most people that are, I've been feeling, maybe they've not emphasised it enough in the way that the film does, but I think most people have been feeling that they've perhaps wanted one of their spouses to be put at arm's distance around <laughs> lockdown, don't you? I think we've all felt like that, even uh, without lockdown. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. It's true. Uh, Paul, you've sort of created the whole thing. What kind of thing do you think sets this apart from such things like we've had recently, like staged and such? We've had quite a few Zoom things going on, and it's fantastic, but what sets this aside from the things that we've already seen? 
Um, I, th I think it, it, it's intimacy. Uh, yeah. And it can't but be. We recorded it in our own places, and um, and you had to be designer, uh, a costume, uh, uh, do everything yourself. We, we got sent microphones, and and uh, so that the, the sound was, was good. But yeah, um, yeah, it, 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 it's a very specific lockdown sort of thing where you have to do everything uh, yourself. And um, I think it's the intimacy that comes across because. Um, filming at home, you're you're sort of at ease, and and so you, um, uh, 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 I think you're a bit more relaxed than perhaps some would so say. Over your character a bit more than you have been able to before. You're not really going on set and be like, I need to think about this, I need to think about that. It's like I'm in my home, in my, in my place, I know my lines. Yeah, Still. and you know one of the things about because I, I had a, a costume fitting today for a thing, the thing that that. Um, I used to hate about uh, not hate, but you, you get you get used to it. I used to call them the fiddlers three. Just before you go for a take, somebody comes up and makes sure your yeah. hair's all right, and then yeah. somebody goes uh, and and they're not looking at you; they're looking at, at your costume or your face and things like that. So you get the fiddlers who come just before you're trying to get in the zone, and and, and it was nice doing something where you didn't have the fiddlers. <laughs> now, Denise, you've been in a lot of major, major productions. Plenty mm -hmm. in Manchester, we might just add. Well, yeah, just you a couple, just a few. How was it um, doing this, literally, with yourself and with, like, two other cast members, as opposed to a big production? Uh, I had a ball doing it. It was stressful. Um, I had somebody help me. I was lucky to be locked down with a lovely young man called Jay, who's really good at hair and makeup. And uh, props, you hear all sorts of things. So, but it's it's it was a strange experience. Um, what I held on to was it was a funny script, and I think we all needed laughs. You know, we still do, oh, don't we? Yeah, but, yeah. I love yeah, what but Paul you, says. You say funny, Denise, but it's got a lot of heart mixed into this particular piece, hasn't it? Yeah, that's my favourite place, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't forget that my daughter in this piece is a frontline nurse. And, yeah. and, you know, there's so much to say about lockdown. I, I remember going into it thinking, what did my mum and dad tell me about how to cope with a pandemic and lockdown? Absolutely <laughs> fucking all. I didn't know what to do. You go, all right, well, I'll go home and I'll stay there. I mean, this last yeah. one, three months. I'm going mad. My battery's also going flat, and I so need a haircut. Look, <laughs> look. You're beautiful, Denise. Very, very glamorous, <laughs> Denise. Claire, uh, what, what would you say, would you, how would you sum this up to people that maybe want to get their hands on this particular piece? Um, what I loved about it, I think, is... It's just gentle. It's not heavy-handed. Um, yeah, my character is a frontline worker, but it's really incident. It's not. It's really subtle and gentle, and um, I think that's what I liked about it the most. It's not trying to be clever. It's. It. We're not all slick and super witty and and mm. and quick. It's just. It felt more natural to me and more realistic. It's. It's a bit stilted and sometimes you don't have that much to say sometimes it's just hello are you okay i'll speak to you tomorrow and it just felt like a really a sort of small story but um a little microcosm of what's going on what was going on um just little acts of heroism you know that, um, kind of 
everyone sort of went through, I guess, because everyone was obviously using Zoom or phoning parents and mm. all, because you couldn't see it. I know, especially being from Northern Ireland, I can't see my parents half the time anyway. Um, and I found myself videoing them a lot more because it's just that niceness of having someone there. It sounds like it's a very yeah. wholesome kind of show to yeah. give you that nice, wholesome feeling. Yeah, I think it is. I think so. Uh, just bit before we let you all go, first of all, uh, Paul Blinkhorn, where, where are you, please? There you are, all the I'm way up there. <laughs> now, Paul Blinkhorn promised me that Paul Bradley would do something special for us, maybe, possibly, if he possibly could. Mm -hmm. Now, Paul Bradley, do you have, per chance, your, your instrument with you? <laughs> for now, for now. <laughs> do you know, I do. I didn't know this. I didn't know this was going to happen, but I, 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 I can um, play. Uh, uh, hang on, I'll just get my glasses out of the way. Um, oh, there we go. I was just looking at your your titles, and uh, this time last year, I worked in Manchester at the Royal Exchange, and and, right. and the show got pulled on the first night. And oh. it makes me so nostalgic looking at those views of Manchester because I was at university there, and I love it. And um, uh, um, it was so sad that it got pulled. So real. Know? That's what it is. They're so yeah. real. Our, our lovely sets and yeah. <coughs> it's very. Anyway, <laughs> stylistic. So, let's have a little bit of your old um, instrument, shall we, please? And thank you, Mr. Paul Bradley. Right. You, you, you might. Um, you might. Recognise this or not? It's it's um um it's a velvet underground number. Oh. <laughs> if you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the sun shine out, and you'll say hello to never. All the people are talking and they're having such fun. I wish it could happen to me But if you close the door I'll never have to see the day again you close the door The night could last forever Leave the wine glass out And you drink a toast to never Someday I know someone will look into my eyes and say Hello, you're my very special one But if you close the door you never have to see the day again Can I have the album without please? <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't know you were going to ask me to do that but I, I, I've been I didn't having tell a, him um, I've been it with our Irish Dave and we've been playing Irish ukulele, so it's... Uh, oh, amazing. Oh, would you love amazing. a bit of Irishness Denise, in here? Denise, I wish we could get you back to do perhaps a little bit of singing for us at some point. Well, I'd, I'd love that. to. How much yes. would I love oh. to? Do you know, I need to get out more. It's gorgeous <laughs> to see these lovely faces. As <laughs> oh, oh. soon as you can, Denise, you get yourself into Manchester. Because I'm sure. How is it for you? If you were to come to Manchester, how would it be for you being like one of the most famous faces to walk down Canal Street? Oh, how literally. would that be for you? Uh, it's like going home. I get, oh. um, I get my dose of love. <laughs> Amazing. I'm just going to cry in the corner. I just, just love it. That's really I nice. I just love it. Uh, to each and every one of you, thank you so much thank for your you time so today. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, man, uh, my garden. Paul Blinkfarm, where can we find this, please? We're on YouTube. Just uh, type in The Man at the Bottom of the Garden on YouTube, and it's a comedy short film. If you put Denise's name in the clothes name or Paul's name, it'll pop up. 
fantastic. He's got such a lovely accent, hasn't oh, he? He does. It's so soothing. It's so nice, Paul Blinkhorn, to hear somebody that makes me not sound as common. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you very much to our lovely guest there. Thank you. Are you swinging? I've been a swinger a few times. I can imagine, Flower. And one person that's about to tour the country, literally swinging with his singing, is Mr. Shane Nolan. Well, yeah, it's basically, it's, it's loosely based on the Rat Pack, uh, but it's not just doing songs from the Rat Pack. It's three young lads and taking the music from that uh, genre of music, obviously swing music. But it's also doing Buble, it's doing uh, Bobby Darren. There'll be all oh. sorts of different artists in it. So it's going to be really good. And um, yeah, live band dancers the lot we're going full shebang for it so it's gonna be great now when did Love this it. first come about being created then because you've always been in lockdown for ages yesterday so thanks for having me on turn around i don't know what is yeah, yeah yeah no it come about um end of last year the idea was floating around because it's my manager danny i think you've met danny belinda yeah um, yeah i have yeah so it's done nothing for me yeah yeah uh we did jersey boys last year uh, a Jersey Boys tribute show last year so this track and I don't think there's many swing shows about so I think it's and obviously Ray Quinn is the English Michael Bublé so we'll take him on tour it'd be great that's very good, good of you to say so yeah he is you know, let's, no, he's very very good at swing credit when credit's due he's, he, well, he, had he's, a, he's, he had a platinum album or something that's when he, he came did. up with he did yeah. he's got a lovely voice and perhaps I think people have seen a lot of you but they don't know how just lovely your voice is and I mean, you've got, I mean, I'm not one for kissing bums, as you full on know, Mr. Nolan <laughs> Ritchie over there. But I mean, you have got a voice that I think just needs the world to be seen. And I, don't, I, I feel that it's not seen enough. Maybe this oh, will help thank it. <clears throat> thank you very much. That means a lot. It really does. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, funnily enough, I'm working on some uh, solo stuff at the minute. I'm writing with my brother and my sister and stuff. So it, when I do have that, I'll, I'll send you it along and give it a little play or whatever. I'll come back on and have a chat about it. But yeah, no, Absolutely. it's... You must. I'm more of an entertainer than a singer, I'll be honest. I'll leave the singing well, to Ray. Let's, I mean, uh, Bass, I would expect the people would expect from your calibre to, to be like, you know, instantly pr- pushed to fame. But actually, you, you went through the hard route and you went through working at the as a blue coat at Pontins and you've worked yeah. your way hard within this business. I think that's good, though. I think that's brilliant. I think that's yeah. fantastic. That's what yeah. I did, yes. Yeah, and do you know what's funny? You get to Butlins and they obviously figure out who your mum and dad are and whatnot and they go, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. You know, when you, like, you don't need to be working. Like, yeah, everyone multi. Everyone thinks that your mum and dad are multi-millionaires because one's been on EastEnders and one's a loose woman. On the show, yeah. loose woman, not she isn't a loose woman. Oh, you get the point. Anyway, so again, it's a swinging show. It's a swinging show. Yeah, here. yeah I we knew can't... it was going to be. Yeah, it's going to be like the a... Red Room from Fifty Shades of Grey. <gasps> do you know what? I'm coming even more. I'm buying every ticket. I'm coming every You're night. Coming even more. <laughs> now, listen, do you have a favourite swing artist yourself? Is there a go-to artist that you like? Well, my whole family, my, my, my auntie's toured with Frank Sinatra in Europe. Yes, now I remember wow. seeing something about this on the old YouTuber. Yeah, so my mum didn't do the tour, she was too young, and they asked her to fly over, and she said no, she was mucking out horses, she was looking after her horses, so she, it's the biggest regret of her life. <sighs> As if you turned I out mean, Frank Sinatra. I know, but she was only six, she was only six or something, but obviously now looking back. Hey, it's 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 wonderful, isn't it? So Frank Sinatra is your go-to. Any particular song? This need they're just on this. It's disgusting. Uh, well, actually, yeah, it's probably more my family that Frank. I, I grew up on Buble. I love Buble. I love Crimea River and stuff mm. like that. So I'm hoping I'll get to sing a bit of that in the show. To be honest, 
bit of drama, flower, oh. bit of drama. We love it all. We'll drama. get you a Christmas album out by here next year, yeah? <laughs> yes, I we could. A... That'd be great. I've got. I've not Do been paid for about two years. I could see you swinging your baubles over Christmas. I really could. <laughs> you what, what, and then bringing out a song? And then yeah, then we got a song. Because, like Father Christmas, he comes once a year. <laughs> Brilliant. Not changed then, have you, love? You've not She's changed. Got the jokes. I've not changed the act. It's all written down still. <laughs> now, um, where can people find this tour then? When's it begin? When's it end? It starts at the end of June in Blackburn. I think it's the 27th. Now, I should have done my homework before I should come on. I mean, we've we got are a slide in... that we'll put up over you anyway. Yeah, Where's yeah, that's right. But we are in Stockport on the 8th of June. 8th of July, sorry. 8th of July, right. Stockport Plaza. That's amazing. So, let's go see it now. Uh, are you going to be anywhere near the northwest? Stockport, over the Stockport? Stop, we're doing Stockport, Bolton, Blackburn, Lancaster, Blackpool. Oh, covering I all bases. Like, and these are definitely happening. You're not going to shy away just because there's some pandemic, are you? No, well, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's whatever the pandemic allows. But yeah, so far so good. We're going ahead. What yeah. have you been doing the What have you been doing the past year then? Literally nothing. No, Who I've been there. Okay. <laughs> I've been I've been doing bits. I've been putting the show. So me and the band are back gigging in the next few well next month. So I've been working on that. Been doing some stuff online, and hopefully we've got a season three of At Home with the Nolans coming later yes, in the year. Yes. So. I mean, that's where you you kind of let everybody see everything, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and season three's in talk, so that'll be great. I love uh, a British so version of Keeping Up with Kardashians. And I'm also, oh, can I just get this in? I'm hosting Strictly NHS in June oh. at the, at the uh, ballroom in Blackpool, so that's going to be great. I've just been, uh, yeah, I've just got the job. Of, I'm hosting the backstage area for that, so that's going to be really good. I'm looking forward to that, and obviously for a great course, the NHS, so. That's amazing. Very nice. Ah, and uh, we couldn't help but notice that, that there's been there's been an announcement. Apparently, you, you got down on your knee near enough. <laughs> yeah, I did. I nearly didn't get back up. You see how much weight I put on over Christmas. Don't I, be like. Do you know? I have to say, you've lost it now, though, haven't you? Yeah, I've lost. I've just lost just under a stone, and I've I've been out all day playing footy, and I'm literally sunburned all over. But. Uh, yeah, no, I'm losing it now, which is good. I need to if I'm going to be stood next to Ray Quinn and Nick James. They're both fit as a fiddle. That's what we call a Red Richie. <laughs> Red Richie. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You love it all, don't you? Or a Saw Nolan. Or a Saw Nolan. I like I'll have that. Write that down. Uh, right then. Well, we are going to have to move on, but um, we are going to be following this. And if um, if you guys happen to be in the Manchester area and you want to pop into our studio, I mean, the offer's open. Yeah, we'll try and get down. We're like I said, we're in Stockport on the 8th, uh, so we'll be around that area. We'd love to come in and say hello. Please welcome the amazingly talented and beautiful Mark Bittlestone as he tells us all about his TikTok career and comedian life. As he tells us about his what? His TikTok career and comedian life. That's nice. How are you, Mark? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. How are you guys? I'm, I'm waiting doing for well. some witticism, you know, because when we tune into your videos, as thousands have, uh, you just do not stop. You look I rich, think I you? watch one a day. I'm not even joking. Whoa. You come up with my FYP every day. I was so excited. <laughs> Mark Bittlestone is the show, but I love Mark Bittlestone. Yes. Bless you. That's so kind of you. Thank you. That's called fangirling in my book. I call it yes. but you do you. I'll talk to you professionally, <laughs> but... Here. Any shows a dating show nowadays. Uh, so, Mark, tell us more about why you started up the TikToks. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? That's not a segue. You can't go from chatting one of our guests up to segueing into that. Yeah, that's funny. I'm a comedian as well at times, you know. No, you're not. You're Irish. <laughs> right, so. How did, the, um, 
How did it all begin, please? Yeah, well, I I, I have been doing um, comedy for, for for a couple of years now. I did it like at university, and uh, and so I've been doing bits and bobs of stand up sort of in London, but you kind of found the open mic scene quite draining. But then in, just in September, obviously because of lockdown, I started doing um, online stuff, and I just I did a TikTok, thought nothing of it, and then flicked like flicked up my phone, and it had like 5,000 views. I was like, who's watching this? Who the, who the hell is watching this? But, Literally. Yeah. And yeah, subject yeah. matter, where do you get your subject matter from? Do you know what? Honestly, I, I wish I could share my screen because I actually have. So I, I have way more ideas than I have time to produce. I just think like being gay or being, being queer indeed is just so funny because it's like, if, imagine if you were straight, so there's just all of the things I'm that... I'm imagining, I'm imagining. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I'm sorry about <laughs> It's a difficult one. <laughs> like, you know it's that, not it's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so just like all the things that would happen to just, to just a straight person. But then if you also put on top of it, like this filter of, you know, everyone hates you, really. Everyone rips yeah. the piss out of you. Everyone thinks you're a walking stereotype. So you've just got these like, just got normal life but then like 10 different angles of attack as well so yeah oh absolutely you, you mean you've attacked so many different areas between <laughs> the tory gays which is a, a classic if anyone hasn't seen it please go watch uh, i think actually one of my first ones i seen of you is when you talked about the um straight people saying so so what is top and bottom me and you're trying to explain what it is in gay terms and it's just like this is brilliant this is the sh well, this is what he does it's Matt, funny could you perhaps <laughs> explain that to me <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't seem to have the answer here in front of me. I, don't, I just don't. Um, uh, there's quite a few um, of your moments online where you've not been wearing too much as well, isn't it? How, how important <laughs> do you think um, content versus quality is? Yeah, it's a good question. I kind of rationalise it as it's, it's a hard industry to succeed in. So It's very it's hard. Very. Yeah, emphasis on hard. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's, that's not really my joke. But, um, that's you, but, but, <laughs> but I just feel like, you know what, if some people are following me for, for reasons other than my comedy, I'm, I'm not going to complain. But, yeah, here, I've done the same, don't worry. I'm people that are like, oh, I follow you, Sophia Doctor Who, once you take the top off, I'm like, great. I actually do funny ones too, you know. Like, no, yeah. auditioning or interviewing? What's the <laughs> What can I say? Put your leg down. You've not paid for the middle part of your knee. Now, so uh, if people wanted to uh, fully find... Oh, he's rubbing his chin. Hey, up. Hey, up. He might have That's grown his signal. first whisker. He might have <laughs> yeah. grown his first whisker, everybody. It's a bit exciting. <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever get confused for being the Milky Bar Kid? Yeah. Yeah, Milky Bar Kid. Owen Jones, sometimes. No, not Owen Jones. No, no, no. Don't no. put yourself down, love. You were doing well with the Milky Bar, kid. It's good. It's yeah. lovely. Now, for people might not realise, but where are you actually based? In Brixton, in South in London. Brixton? Yeah. There was jail there? Yes. Oh, there is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, lovely. Yes. And what is your... What, He's filming live from it. What was she filming live from it? That's why we only get three toxic talks a day. Ah, <laughs> And what, what, when, um, go on. <laughs> what I was going to ask was, uh, so yeah. now that obviously TikTok's taken off you and you, like you say, stand-up is, it's hard. I've done it myself. It's a hard gig. That's three um, times. But it's fun. Three times. And then sometimes you go, oh, well, that flopped. <laughs> um, 
I'd live to see your life, you know what I mean? Um, but, I mean, what's next for you then? So, have you got any plans yeah. for another stand-up show coming up or what you're wanting to do after TikTok, I guess? Yeah, I think, like, I think I'll, I'll keep all of the online stuff going and then hopefully I think it will translate into... Because I, I felt like I was kind of getting somewhere this time last year in, in the live scene. So, hopefully it will translate to sort of more confidence in that and uh, and to more like, real-life fans as well. So, like, I started a... A Zoom online gig. Because <laughs> this did... isn't this isn't your main job, is it? Tell no. me, because people will be like, "What, really?" So you're talking about these things very, very openly on your TikTok. Now, um, yeah. tell me what your your um, well, your your day job, should we say, is? <laughs> so I, I I'm a tutor. I teach kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I really thought he was going to go, I have an OnlyFans and my accountant. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it, I see it, I see yeah, it. Yeah. OnlyFans, that could do well. Yeah. Good to figure, Mark. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I hope you tell the jokes to the kids. I really do. Have, have any what? of your students watched it? You know what, as of now, unless they've seen it and just, like, have made the conscious decision not to mention it, none of them have, have brought it up. So maybe, I don't know, maybe they, they I mean, I'm not, like, you know, there's cats with more followers than me, so... It's uh, do you know what? You, Fair point. I, that's not true, because cats can't use Instagram, but it's a good analogy. Um, <laughs> unless they're the strange cats that are in that Never in cats. Do you know what I mean? Uh, oh, I mean, I'd never taken drugs a day in my life, but I felt I had. You've never what? I've never taken drugs a day in my life, but I, I felt I had when I watched that film. Well, my surname's Boots. Right, <laughs> so... Uh, Mark, if you uh, had a, a certain way of describing us two presenters today in your comedic way, and I want you to not hold back on this. Go on. Yeah. Why have I just been... To... I want you to start, first of all, with my little... Um, the young Eamon Holmes over here. <laughs> and if you could just, you know, feel free. Throw yes, some shade. Really. If you yeah. want to say your number first, you can go on ahead. <laughs> oh, seven, nine... <laughs> it would be a lovely, lovely young man, lovely shirt oh. choice, gorgeous it's smile. Good trippers embroidered and oh, I love it. And just a really nice manner, I think. Right, and now me, please. <laughs> <laughs> I think a few bits we need to work on. Um, no, I'm joking. I think you look beautiful. I honestly, I beautiful. Uh, when, it, when, when is RuPaul's third series going to the UK and... Why are you not already on it? Because I, I have a talent and I don't need to lip sync. No. <laughs> <laughs> she wins the crown as soon as she walks in. <laughs> I am the crown. You are the crown. You You're the your jewel on the crown. Day of the week, flower. <laughs> now then, Mark, uh, when are we getting you in Manchester? I want you here for Pride. Yeah. I want you to come for yes. Pride show. Will, will, you, yeah. will you come up? Definitely, definitely. Yes, good. God, yes. I think we'll have him for our pre-Pride show. Absolutely. I think we'll get him right there with a nice microphone and uh, you can sit cross legs. And, and <laughs> I think it is a very good idea. Oh, I'm speaking to my director as well, as you know. Uh, yes, and uh, we'll, we'll fully make that happen. Absolutely. What, what, when, how often do you do a TikTok and when can people catch them? I, put, I, do them, I try and do one every day, so I've actually got to, got to do one now. Um, have you? So, yeah. And when will this be out? Well, it'll be... It's, I'll try and do, like, an hour door-to-door, so probably by 10pm. An hour door-to-door. Oh, yeah. I, I, it's, it's a genuine gig. I've sat there and been like, I'm going to put up, like, a few videos, and I you have to change costumes so you feel like you haven't worn the same outfit so it's not been taken in success. Yeah. I said that in one breath. 
<laughs> I don't know what you just said there, but I'm sure it was intriguing. Basically, you just, it's just, it takes All a while. All I heard then was har, 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 har. Potatoes. Look, pot- pot- <laughs> I mentioned potatoes. Right, did we have a clip? Have we got a clip? I don't know if I put it in or not. I don't think I have. <sighs> Shocking. No, I, no, I have done no. one. I have done well, one, but I just haven't put it. So, where can everyone find you online? What's your, your, your handle? Oh. Yeah, you can find me at Pussaras. <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? I've been pronouncing it wrong. What you I've, been calling it, I've been calling it Parophorus. Oh, come on. <laughs> Honestly, I expect this from... For a to... teacher, I expect abbreviation within your actual thing, you know. Honestly, punctuation. You can't, you can't, you can't do any of that in, on uh, like Instagram. No, you can you not put an inverted comma on? No. No. None of that. No. Oh, Otherwise, it's yeah, it's, them community guys it's a really funny pun. It's a really funny pun. So that's a reason it's, to follow me. I like it. It's like Toys R Us, isn't it? Hey, hey. You know, if you have to explain the joke, it's not as funny. <laughs> I know. That's why we're not explaining you, Flower. Now, listen, so... <laughs> Um, I'm really excited and I really encourage everybody to go and find Puff Cyrus, Mark Bittlestone. What a lovely name, by the way. It's wonderful. <laughs> it's lovely. And uh, if you don't watch his TikToks, you can watch his pictures. On his OnlyFans? On his OnlyFans, which is out next week. <laughs> um, my director's heavy breathing. He's either enjoying this interview or not impressed with what we're saying. <laughs> no, then. <laughs> we don't know. He's tucked away in a dark room. Pun. Right. OK. Matt Littlestone, thank you so much for thank your time you. today. Thank and uh, you, stay in contact. And um, we'll. we'll be in touch very, very soon because we're going to have you here for Wednesday Pride Show. So did you enjoy talking to that comedian? I did, yeah. What was your favourite part? What stood out for you? Did he speak? I was too busy staring at him. Oh, I see. Well, make sure you join us next week, everybody, for another fantastic show. We are literally talking to the mayor of Manchester. That's Mr. Andy Burnham. So make sure you tune in for that. And if you've got any questions in the meantime, don't hesitate. Send them to me. I'll ask whatever you need, Manchester. I am here as an instrument for you. Only on... Your Manchester! Manchester.